0: this afternoon, <coughs> I'm going to give guided meditation on uh, difficult person and all beings. That covers all the meditation objects. You have already done the one, the one safe and friends and neutral person. Now we move on to expand our awareness to the difficult person and all beings. I don't know about you, but from my experience most of the people who are difficult in my life they have been my friends. (laughs) Isn't it amazing? (laughs) It's not strangers that become difficult, it's actually the very people who are very friends, I mean good friends actually, very good friends, and then are now very difficult. So what can we do? (laughs) should we cut off them from our lives and when we say may you be well up and peaceful may you be successful so you are telling that okay the difficult person may be di- successful in being difficult or <laughs> so i think we wish them happiness and wellness because actually they are suffering if somebody is difficult <laughs> you know that they are suffering actually so, yeah. That's a very good sign. Somebody is suffering. Either he's not aware of what he's doing or doesn't know the eternal law of love, actually. Even the Buddha said that uh, love, uh, hatred never ceases by hatred. Hatred ceases by love only. This is an eternal law. So if somebody is hating you, is difficult, then you know that they are going against the law, the eternal law. So, we send loving kindness to the difficult person so at least they can realize the truth and they stop to be difficult. <laughs> so, when we do this practice, then we start with somebody who's a little bit irritating, not the most difficult one. <laughs> if you start with the most difficult one, that's going to block matter. <laughs> and you won't get anywhere, you're going to hit the wall all the time. So, you start with a little bit, maybe very little, uh, difficult person. Only then you move on to the most difficult one. Now, uh, we use phrases, the same phrases that uh, resonate with you. And uh, for me, when I send loving kindness to a difficult person, I just start to think some positive qualities that, a good, uh, that difficult person has. There must be something positive about that that difficult person. In the book of Sharon, it says that uh, if a good person, a friendly person, shows you what you should do, but a difficult person shows you what you must do. Yeah, actually, uh, there's some traditions where uh, they ask you to look at a difficult person as a spiritual teacher. Really, actually, I found out difficult people have taught me a lesson. <laughs> that I'll never uh, get, actually. Nobody will ever teach me such a lesson, yes. Either they have taught me how to be patient, how to be um, tolerant, and all the other different uh, spiritual qualities, actually. I've learned them from a difficult person. So, yes, let, uh, you can actually visualize or consider that this difficult person is also teaching me a lesson. I think you soften around that difficult person, but for me, I really think about uh, the good things about that person. What are the good qualities? Not only the negative side, only, but also the positive side. And then I start sending loving kindness. If I fail, let's say I, I still find it difficult to send loving kindness. So what I do is I bypass the difficult person and I go to all beings and then I send loving kindness to all beings, not only living beings but animals, leopards, and lions, and elephants, anaconda, everything. (laughs) And then after that, I just feel that I have loving kindness to lions and uh, buffaloes and everything. I just say, what about this difficult person to (laughs) heck with you? (laughs) <laughs> with you. <laughs> I just send loving kindness. I found it easier for some reason. <laughs> I mean, if I can send loving kindness to anacondas in Brazil <laughs> and piranhas and all this and lions in Africa and buffaloes and coyotes and black bears, you know, I have never had difficulties to send loving kindness to a difficult person. So that's called bypass method. method. You bypass come meta. <laughs> so you have option. <laughs> you have option actually here. Actually most people actually they hit the wall when it comes to difficult person. They say, I'm going to send loving kindness but only to my friends. But how can you know that you have meta if you are just going, to, uh, you play it safe only to friends, you know. Really you should know that you have meta when you actually also uh, face a difficult person and you have equanimity. It's the same love, loving kindness you have with a difficult person. It's the same love, loving kindness you have with a, a friend. It happened to the Buddha also, his son, he had the same loving kindness. And also his cousin, called Devadatta, who actually rolled the stone and it hit the Buddha. So there was not much difference. So this is what we want to do, actually, but not first forcing it. We shouldn't force this meta loving kindness kind of fake it until you make it. No, no, no. (laughs) That's not the loving-kindness. So it should be genuine. It should be arising genuinely. uh, And in fact, if you don't feel it, it's better even to back up a little bit and go to oneself, send loving-kindness to oneself, then to a friend, to a neutral person, and then to a difficult person. Other than staying there and stuck with a difficult person and say yes, I must have, met. I must be holy, I must be a very good yogi, everything is okay, I can send loving kindness. That would be very superficial actually. If you think that uh, you are going to send loving kindness superficial like that, it should really spring to, from your heart, realizing that even that difficult person is a human being. That's the first thing, and also is actually also want to be happy and don't want to suffer. If somebody really does the opposite, this that means is unhealthy. Actually, if somebody is always wishing you to be uh, to suffer and doesn't wish you happiness, then it's not really natural. You know, human beings we uh, we, uh, we we should have this kind of quality of the heart, not like animals. <laughs> we should have this quality of heart, and we should cultivate it slowly by slowly. Now, the phrases you use you should be, uh, they should resonate with you. Find a few phrases, not just repeating phrases automatically. They shouldn't be like automatic, oh, may I be well, happy and peaceful? May I be free from suffering? No, 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 maybe I should use, use this phrase, no. Settle down on one phrase that whenever you say it, it has a meaning, you connect to the meaning. I think it's more the meaning of the, the word than actually the, 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 the word itself. So, make sure that there are few words they are using, not something that you have to think about. Oh, what was I saying? Is it peace or happiness or what? So, you shouldn't really get stuck there when you are sending loving kindness. You should be able to say something, connect to the meaning, and then seeing those people really happy, right? Doesn't work? Go to the all all, all beings. And why do we send love and kindness to all beings? Actually, all, all beings in this world have some role to praise. <laughs> beings in Africa and Europe, everywhere. We are all connected actually. yeah, so but we actually think that we are separate. that's a delusion. If you think that you're separate from me, from other people, it's a kind of delusion that you have. but you see. I want you to, to look at your shirt or your dress, whatever you're putting on. Can you trace how many people are behind your cloth, even the cushion you're sitting on, even that show you're having? <laughs> Is it one person? How many people? Just by guess. How many? Okay, my friend. How many? Th- you're putting a nice jacket. <laughs> how many people you think are behind that? One thousand? More than that, I think. It can be millions. The one who did marketing, the one who drew that thing, the one who stitched this, the machine, the one who grew the cotton, and we are all connected. And we're just talking about a shirt. What about your socks? What about the cushion? (laughs) Uh, I'm not putting on a spot. (laughs) I'm talking about, I mean, what about the floor you're sitting on? What about this building? How many people are behind this building actually who put together this building? many years ago. It's, we, everything we are touching, we are touching billions of beings. From the bell, from this one, from the claw, from the food we are eating, we are really connected. It, it, it's countless. The beings are connected. And now the air you breathe, you breathe. <laughs> how many beings actually are breathing the same air that you are sharing. Right? So we are all connected, with the, even the trees actually, we are all connected. If the trees are not there, you cannot breathe. So we try to send loving kindness knowing that uh, all, we are all beings, actually. We are all beings together. And then we send loving kindness. Not in a superficial way, I don't care. I don't know what those beings in Cambodia. Are. I don't care. No. A uh, being in Cambodia might be growing rice that you are going to eat tomorrow. <laughs> all right? So you don't know. So that's why we uh, settle back and send loving kindness. All right? So, sit in a comfortable posture. Take a deep, slow breath to oxygenate the blood. Again, start with yourself. Sending loving kindness to yourself. First, see if you can see one good thing that you like about yourself. Either you've been compassionate, kind, generous. Even in coming here to the retreat, that's a good thing you've done. It. You may not know now, but in the future, you'll remember always this experience. Coming here and cultivate mindfulness and peace and happiness. If you don't find one good thing that you like about yourself, just set on awareness in the awareness and intention to be happy and peaceful. That much awareness, resting in that awareness that you intend to cultivate peace and happiness and freedom. Then you can begin to choose any phrase that resonates with you. Some of the phrases that have been given by other teachers, you can use the same phrase or vary them the way you like. May I be well, happy, and peaceful. That's my offering. Feel free to use it. Or you can use other phrases. May I be safe. May I be healthy. May I be happy. May I live at ease. Allowing in more space so that the meaning can sink. Seeing really yourself happy, not only today, but in an enduring way. The rest of your life wishing yourself this loving kindness. We then, we then move on to a less difficult person, try to see some of the qualities, good qualities about that person before he became or she became difficult. Maybe as has given you some advice, he was generous, was compassionate. Some good qualities about that person. This is not the time to focus on negative things that difficult person has done. Just simply focus on the positive side. And see if we can generate the same loving kindness. May you be well, happy, and peaceful. May you be safe, may you be happy, may you be healthy, may you live at ease. Find out some aversions that are as arising. As you send these loving kindness thoughts, you can deal with aversion in the way you deal to as a hindrance. Simply be aware of aversion, aversion. How do you feel when aversion arises? Is is there tightness? Is there tension? Sometimes physically you feel like sweating, some warmness. Do some little investigation with aversion. Is it increasing or staying the same or decreasing? And let go. Again, begin. This is the same phrase. May you be well, happy, and peaceful. Seeing that person really peaceful, not causing any harm to you. Can include other difficult person. It was a little bit difficult. So you allow, you open up slowly by slowly to difficult person. May you be healthy. May you live at ease and peace. Then you can bring in the most difficult person. Again see if you can find some positive qualities about that difficult person. And again, expand your awareness and radiate those thoughts of loving-kindness. May you be well happy and peaceful. May you be safe. May you be happy. May you be healthy. May you live at ease and peace. If you find it very difficult, you can bypass that person and go to all beings. Send loving kindness to all beings without exception. First, see if you can connect all beings, seeing the interconnection that you have with all beings from the breathing from the food, from the clothes, from the accommodation, the car you use to come here, the cushion, the clothes, everything. other beings will be helpless and hopeless. So, once you can see the positive things that other beings have done to you, then see if you can expand your awareness to include them. Again, with the same phrases, may all beings be well, happy, and peaceful. May they be safe. May they be happy. May they be healthy. They live at ease and peace, seeing all beings really happy and peaceful. Loving kindness is an intention, a wish for others to be happy. It doesn't mean that some beings won't be suffering. Of course there are some beings who will be suffering, but at least you are expanding your intention to wish happiness and peace to them. So you are putting out the intention and you're putting out the effort You shouldn't be bothered about the results whether other beings are really receiving your loving kindness. Do what you can do by cultivating wholesome thoughts, intentions, backed up by effort, the wish for all beings to be happy and peaceful. may all beings be well happy and peaceful this includes all animals birds all living beings above and below and all around all in the ten directions may all beings be well, happy, and peaceful. And then we can go back to the difficult person. You can decide to include the difficult person together instead of seeing that person as separate. You can bunch that person together with yourself. And wish loving kindness. May we be well, happy, and peaceful. May we be safe. May you be be happy and peaceful. May we be happy and peaceful. So you can bunch that person together If you still find out difficult to send loving kindness to difficult person If you still feel very difficult It's okay. It's not the time. Just go to all beings. Knowing that you might need more time to open up to the difficult person, either through forgiveness practices, also compassion practices, So don't try to force your way to send loving kindness to the difficult person. It's not be, it may not be the time to open up. Simply continue your loving kindness to all beings. But this time try to include the difficult person to all beings to be part of all beings without singling them as difficult. But it's all bunched together with all beings. May all beings be safe including the difficult person. May all beings be happy. May all beings be healthy. May all beings live at ease and peace. Supamaya Satanam meta Sabasate Having seen that all beings like oneself have a desire for happiness, one methodically develops loving kindness for all beings. This is a session for mental loving-kindness. I'm leaving 20 minutes for those who have questions about the practice. So we have 20 minutes. Yes, 20 minutes for those who have any question about practice on loving-kindness for the difficult person and for all beings. I don't know. It's not so easy to send loving kindness to a difficult person. So. We have a question: Sometimes I hear the word compassion, and sometimes I hear the word loving kindness. Mm-hmm. Are they different? Yes. Can you speak to them? Yes. Metta, metta is a translation for loving kindness, but that that not not a good translation. Actually, maitri is a Sanskrit word which means friendship. So actually that meta means friendship. Uh, that's what it means uh, literally. But somebody translated it many years ago. <laughs> and you have to kind of agree. <laughs> For me, metta speaks to me better than loving kindness. I rather maintain the Pali word metta because I know it comes from my tree, friendship. And then that's why my teacher talks about what is called loving friendliness. But that's not a good English word then. <laughs> that's why we say loving kindness. But kindness, if we say metta's loving kindness, then if we look at Buddha's teaching, then there's another one which is called compassion. So you see, uh, the word compassion is a translation of the Pali word karuna, karuna, karuna. So uh, then again, that word doesn't do justice to the word karuna. Karuna is not compassion. <laughs> so again, it's better to stay with the Pali word karuna because karuna is beyond what we call compassion in English. But we, of course, since there's no uh, English word that really does justice to the word karuna. We just say compassion, but to draw the distinction is the object. The object is different. When we practice metta, the object of our attention is people, seeing people happy. Eh? Say, so may you be happy, maybe peaceful and all that. So we are focusing on beings, wishing beings to be happy. But when they come to compassion, being a sufferings, it's the same beings, but they are now have experiencing different things. Now, when people are suffering, then we send them compassion, all right? and then we wish them to be free from suffering and its causes. Right? So we shouldn't confuse loving kindness with compassion. Compassion is different. Right? And then uh, the other teaching is called modita, which is appreciative joy, appreciative joy, or sympathetic joy. That's called modita. Again, the object, the, the object is different. Here in the third uh, Brahma vihara, uh, we are seeing being successful. Beings are very successful, then we are not jealousy. We don't feel jealousy or envy or oh, enjoy your success. May you enjoy your fortune <laughs> like this. So this, is, again, the object is changing. The object is being su- really experiencing success. So we wish, we wish those people to be successful. Now the question is, what about a difficult person? Do you want to wish them to be successful in hitting you, in hating <laughs> in <laughs> in you, and all these things? No, we wish them to be successful spiritually so that they can uh, awaken <laughs> and then uh, not cause suffering to you. All right. So then another one is called Upeka. Upeka means equanimity. I think uh, one of the teachers is going to talk about that Equanimity is a kind of uh, having an equanimous mind, not going on one side or the other side. So this is what we call these emotions. Those are four positive emotions that we need to cultivate in day life. Because every time in our day life, we are meeting people who are happy, people are suffering, people are successful, people are not successful, and also we, we need to develop equanimity. Does that make sense? So now you cannot confuse between loving kindness and compassion, right? Yeah, so another question. Yes. So, so
1: um, When I think of difficult people, um, often I, I realize that my difficulties with them stem from my own insecurities or my own assumptions about them. Mm-hmm. Um, So much of it has to do with what's going on in here as opposed to what might be going on with them. Uh And so when I'm bringing up this difficult person, I bring up all of these difficulties in my own mind and my own assumptions of them. Uh And it confuses this meta for me. Uh Um, So I don't find it difficult necessarily to show them loving-kindness. I I feel more that I get caught up in... um, accusations of myself mm-hmm. for judging
0: them. Mm-hmm. So, did you hear this question? You all heard it? Yes. So, actually, most of the time, it's the projection we have towards people that makes it difficult. We project. Depending on our biases, <laughs> our prejudices, we actually Project to people, and that makes it even difficult. Let's say, if you, for instance, if you had a hard time, everybody's cheating you, everybody's cheating you, and and then you go to some place, then even when people are not cheating you, you project that people are cheating you. eh? They try to steal something from you. Even if nobody's intending to do that, (laughs) but it's because of a projection. Yeah, so then you have to work slowly <laughs> on your projection because you find out people may not be that difficult, but you what you think that difficult. So there's one thing um, like uh, what we think people are, what they are, and what think they are. So there's a way how we think people they are, but they, not be, they may not be what we think. Eh? <laughs> we think this person is this, but actually that's not what that person is. And also that person might think I am this, you know, but may not be this, that person. And also uh, the actual um, person uh, personality, what, what is really actually is, it may not be the same as what you think or what he thinks or what she thinks. So there's different variations. So the key then is to watch your projection. That's a very good start. Watch what you project to other people, whether they are lovely, whether they are cruel and all that thing. And work with your projection first. And then only then you move to the difficult person. Maybe you won't find them difficult uh, after you have worked on your projection and say, ah, this is what I was thinking. Then you come to some kind of awakening. these people are just, <laughs> maybe I'm the one who's difficult. You know, what I found out most of the time, we are so much difficult to ourselves. Mm-hmm. We find it difficult to forgive ourselves, <laughs> yes, and all these things. So the key is actually to actually first go to yourself and soften and find positive qualities that you have. You look at the positive qualities and, and, and then find that, that soft area where you find some soft area, some soft spot in yourself and hold it, hold on there, (laughs) hold to it. And then from there find uh, some of the difficult things that you have about yourself, your projections about others. At least you have a a base, that soft spot. And then forgive yourself, forgive yourself because maybe you are not mindful, that's why you project like this then can you forgive yourself for that? And then you should go on to the difficult person. You cannot send loving kindness to others when you don't have it. uh, you 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 have to find some ways of cultivating it yourself and then you can send it to a friendly person, to others like this, a difficult person. So, you have to practice meta with mindfulness. Mindfulness is the quality of the mind and heart which is going to spot those areas where you're projecting and all that. So the more mindfulness you have, the more you can see in those areas where uh, like it's blocking you, or maybe it's through projection and all that. So it's a lot of work you have to do yourself before you move on to others. All right, another question. Yes, please. I don't know how this is going to come out, but you
1: made a distinction between um, compassion and loving kindness in this meta. And uh, what comes up for me is uh, when loving kindness, when you think about groups of people Mm -hmm. and you think about oppression and you think about a group who may be suffering, mm. and you send compassion yes. to you know they're suffering. Yes. And in this space, yes, for me, um, what comes up for me is the oppression of people. Yes. And do we send loving? Who do we send the loving kindness to? Um, uh, I mean. I can see sin and loving kindness to the people who are oppressed, but also the compassion for the suffering and to send courage yes. and to send um, decisiveness. Yes. Um, and to send some of those qualities that will allow them to get present to their possibility for finding the loving kindness in themselves mm. because the suffering brings about a lot of anger mm. and violence. Mm-hmm. So I don't know whether right now for me yeah. that loving kindness is what I want to send. Right. Um, I think more of compassion. Right. So maybe you can give me a
0: sense of what your thoughts are on that. So Actually right. So whenever people are oppressed and all that Uh, suffering and all that. Uh, So, any kind of suffering, you have to send compassion. As I mentioned, that loving kindness is an intention, is a thought, is an intention to wish people uh, to be free from suffering. It's a mental state that promotes the welfare and uh, happiness of others. So, if you are in a situation where you see people oppressed and suffering, and all dif- different kind of uh, discomfort and all that, of course the best practice is to send is compassion. Does that help? Yes. So that's clear. It's a clear distinction. Uh, people have sorrow, sadness, lamentation, despair, all kinds of suffering. So you start with compassion. It, it, May you be free from suffering and its causes. May you be—it's uh, about wishing other people to be free from suffering. The definition of compassion is the, that quality of the heart that quivers whenever it faces with suffering of others. But not only with others, I would add also with yourself. You should have also self compassion. I said my talk yesterday about sleepiness. <laughs> So uh, that's when sleepiness disguises itself as self-compassion. But <laughs> but in this case uh, when you're sending compassion, don't forget yourself. Also you need compassion. right? So you start with yourself, may I be free from suffering and its causes, and then you move on using the phrases about suffering, may this person be free from grief, may like this, may this difficult person, may this, so, the same categories is used, basically, but you really tune in to somebody in, uh, somebody who's really facing suffering at that time, then that's how compassion unfolds like that. But also, when you practice compassion, you must have mindfulness. Because if you don't have mindfulness, it will go either way. Either you have cruelty or you have grief. Yeah? I, mean, I mean what to call uh, pity, self-pity. That means you collapse in other people's suffering, and then you cannot help even. So that's what you, you need to watch out when you're especially sending compassion, because you can go either on the other side, either uh, feeling cruel, and all, or, uh, that's a far enemy, or actually near enemy, where you, are, you collapse into suffering. And then you also feel suffering when people experience suffering, and also you start suffering because of, that, because of their suffering. Yeah other than that the distinction is very clear between what's happiness and what's suffering yeah sometimes there's an overlap somewhere with the loving kindness and compassion but once you have loving kindness i think compassion comes naturally because it's just a question of changing the object to seeing beings and when they're suffering If you already love people, uh, the difficult person and all these things, when it comes to people are facing suffering, it should be very easy. Yeah. So another question? We have some fifteen minutes. Okay. Where? I don't see. Where? Oh, please. (laughs) (laughs) Sir? Yes. Yes. Is that that the same thing as karma? Ah, not really. Uh, But karma means uh, volition action. That's what it means, volition action. Actually, it came from. Originally, the word karma—it uh, was in Hindu tradition. It's in Hindu tradition where it means action. Every action is karma. So we have kama yoga, where you do selfless service. An action, like even lifting, this one to here is also karma in Hindu tradition. But when the Buddha came to the scene, he actually used the same word but gave it a, a philosophical meaning to actually look at the intention. What's the intention before you lift something like this? Is your, uh, is your motivation uh, colored by greed, hatred, or confusion? So then for him, the Buddha what counted is not the lifting of this. is what's your, your mind state before you lifted this. Yeah. So then the results of the karma is actually what is the potential that action has, that intention action, what potential does it have to bring results? It's like when you you plant a mango tree, it has a potential to bring fruits, mangoes, but you don't see the mangoes. (laughs) But you know after five years, you get the fruits, isn't it? So, also karma, there's what we call karma and vipaka. Vipaka is the result of the karma. In other words, if I lift this thing, let's say with the aversion or uh, anger and all that thing, it has a potential to bring uh, maybe a uh, bad result. That means that I lift it with anger and I bang the bell and br- uh, it produces a very loud noise. Then that becomes the result of having lifted the, these things with a lot of aversion because i lift it forcefully and then I hit the, the thing. So the result of my lifting this as mot- motivated by aversion, then I hit the bell as the result. So there's what we call karma and the results of karma that we should distinguish actually what is the, the, the volition, um, the evolution action and the result upon that come after that. The problem people actually confuse the two, the result and the the, the evolution action so we shouldn't confuse that but when you talk about interconnectedness it has nothing to do with the karma of course we are connected uh, in a way that all people have greed hatred and delusion so their actions are bound to be uh, to have the potential to bring suffering so we are connected in, in that way that each of us have, have our own karma you know we, have, we act out of greed, hatred, and delusion, it doesn't matter whether you are in the USA, in Africa, so we're all motivated by greed, hatred, and delusion until we remove it. But also come is not only greed, hatred, and delusion, also generosity, loving kindness, and compassion. All that actually uh, can motivate our action. Let's say when you try to be generous, you offer food to IMS. So that's your karma that uh, you you have generous, you have generosity, and then it has motivated you to offer a meal, right? That has a potential to bring happiness, Uh, as you reflect on what you've done and say, "Wow, I've given food to all these beings, and now they're happy, they can meditate." So then, that karma that you've done, right, uh, which is uh, motivated by generosity, it is going to produce good results effects and then one of those effects is that people are going to be very generous to you and also another thing you'll be happy so this is what we call karma and karma results but i'm talking about interconnectedness is the way how uh, one person is related to another person right so this relationship uh, it can come in many ways like now i'm related to you <laughs> I'm sharing the Dhamma with you, and you're listening. So, there's some relationship. And also, the other person, there's a cook, somebody's cooking food for you, somebody who mop the floor, somebody who's recording. We are all connected in some ways like that. Yeah. So, it's a different concept I'm talking about. Yeah. Interconnectedness, interdependence, those are different concepts like interdependentness. Interbeing, that's what uh, uh, Thich Han talks about. So, that's called interconnectedness or dependent organization where we are dependent on other, we depend on each other actually. We are not living in isolation. So, karma is a different concept. Okay, that's a good question too. Another one? Okay, you. you.
1: with mm-hmm. but it was very difficult mm-hmm. and it was much harder. Mm-hmm. Um so I tried to first see them as a child, mm-hmm. which was nice, but as soon as their face face um became the present day face. Ye- yes. Yes. talking down to you know, coming from the superior place. And then I managed to raise them up to their height but had to keep them over there. You know, it's just so I was just having a hard time bringing them from that side of the wall basically to in front of me. Yes. Um
0: what what do you do? <laughs> I bypass. (laughs) 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 I just go to all beings. (laughs) Forget it. (laughs) First I visualize them as babies as helpless and all that and then later on I find them as really sick people. You know sick person? very sick. Actually, if somebody is so difficult, <laughs> he's is sick, actually. He may not be in the hospital, <laughs> but actually. <laughs> in fact, the Buddha said that, what, you, what do you do to sick people? Do you kick them around? No. You give them medicine. So really, so, if somebody is so stubborn, he's very sick. In fact, the Buddha said, it's very difficult to find a single moment when somebody is not sick. I mean, it may may not have uh, malaria and all this kind of thing, but the very fact that there's a lot of hatred, already according to Buddha's standard, you are sick. You may not be diagnosed according to the health system in America, (laughs) but actually from the meditation point of view, there's, there's something not going well here mentally, actually. So, you, you are not a mad person, but you are not clear, actually. So, you have a lot of hatred. So, bypass them, go to the holy beings and all these things. When you come back, you'll have a soft corner for them, actually. Because we are all beings, actually. I mean, look at it. We are all beings, actually. It's, it's amazing that we, all beings, we actually want to be happy and we don't want to suffer. The only thing we are confused. We do the very thing. When we are trying to seek happiness, we do the very thing that leads us to unhappiness. That's what I found out. Many people want to be happy, but they don't know the correct method how to find happiness. So then they cause suffering to others in the name of seeking happiness for themselves. That's what I found out. Generally speaking, (laughs) people are so bewildered, confused, and all these things. So, um, then you know that is a being and also, after all actually, <laughs> they, will be all, they, are, they are going to age, they are going to suffer, they will die. And uh, people, we are going through the same process. <coughs> Do you know that? <laughs> Even somebody who is so difficult, he has to get old, <laughs> he has to get sick and he will die, kaput, finish. <laughs> <laughs> So why bother wasting all the time and (laughs) finding out what you're going to do with them? Just don't worry. (laughs) I don't think there's anybody who's going to live 150 years, no. No, if someone's going to live 500 years, I would be bothered. But uh, at most 100 actually, and now, a few years left. (laughs) Use these years more productive and really figuring out whether they are, they are going to be forgiven, or whatever. It's just, okay. I just mind your business and just send loving kindness as much as possible. If it really doesn't sink, just forget. It's called redirecting your mind. Forget. Have a holiday. You know. You think of them next year. <laughs> <laughs> if this doesn't work now, try next year. <laughs> it will be different, actually. It's amazing how time. When time passes. It's amazing what things come with time. In fact, for me, I see people whom like, I meet after one year, they have even forgotten what they said. Really? I mean, people are just people. <laughs> That's enough anyway. <laughs> I'm telling you. Spend one year, send maybe postcard once a year, no. <laughs> give a gift. <laughs> you see after one year, those are going to be the, your friends again. It's just life is very funny. Thank you very much for your questions. If I'm unable to answer your questions, time's up. I think we'll get time to answer this question, I think, after tomorrow, I think. Yeah, yes, I think tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, we'll get a session for Q&A. Thank
1: you for listening.